0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the YouTube Business Academy podcast. My name is George, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Ron. In this episode today, we are going to talk about why going viral is a bad idea. A lot of people are aiming to go viral on YouTube to get that one viral video that is going to bring up their whole channel, and that's what everyone is aiming for. However... Today, we have a controversial topic that going viral might actually be a bad idea and might actually hurt your growth and performance on YouTube. So, if that is something that you are interested in and you want to hear more about, then stay until the end of this podcast. And right now, I think it's about the time that Ron introduces what he's been talking about lately. Ron. How are you?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm doing great, George. I know you do as well, because we talked before. But, uh, yeah, what I've been up to lately, yeah, I'm, I'm doing heavily like the research in like browse channels, why some browse channels blow up, why some don't, and like the whole strategies they use to like hook the audience, rehook the audience, what kind of music they use, like the sound design, but also like, how is the personality of the channel? Do they, do they uh, talk with their audience? Do they have community posts? Do, do, do they have maybe a community on Discord? um and like of course the terminal style title style so I, yeah that's mostly what i'm doing lately and so the also, channels
0: that you, so the channels that you're talking about are like sunny v2 moon mostly
1: video essays channels so basically a voiceover um with with footage that that matches with like the voiceover so no unique filming no custom filming so
0: so so the examples of the channels are like magnets media sunny v2 moon yeah okay
1: yeah basically all the channels that are like faceless,
0: basically. Okay. Um,
1: and the reason for it is because I also have a browse channel and currently I'm not happy about the results I'm getting. So I really locked myself up in my room to do like the research, <laughs> and like analyze, like, why are those guys having more views than me? And of course, some are much longer in the game. So that's like logical They have a, an advantage. They have more knowledge probably. Um, and I also been reading more on Twitter following some uh, some some guys on Twitter are sh- sharing a lot of knowledge that I can learn from and a lot of things I also didn't know before and yeah I should as you did with the introduction like a lot of people are just uh, trying to get their next viral video if, if they get just one viral you know then everything will be good and I think of course you want to have many views on your video but if you're in here for the long- term game which I am with my YouTube channels, then I think you should not really worry about going viral with one video or two videos, but really focus on, okay, what kind of channel do I want to create? What kind of personality fits around it? And what kind of audience do I want to attract that I can like hold for the long term, because we've been seeing it a lot, like, like on the internet, attention is the new gold, basically. So if you want to make like money or get a lot of views on the long term, You need to be able to get the attention of your audience on the long-term and having one viral video doesn't make sure you will have their attention on all the future videos. So, and all those channels I've been researching, they all do that in a very smart way to, they, they structure their videos in such a way that the audience will just know like, oh, in a future video, I can expect these kind of things, which makes the audience like click on the future videos as well. And I think that should be the
0: goal of every YouTube channel owner, I think. So you're setting up, you're basically setting up an expectation for the people who clicked on your video once, right? Yeah. And they watched it and let's say they liked the video, right? And the expectation is that, okay, I like this guy, I like this channel. So next time a video comes out, they're more likely to click. Yeah. So the CTR or the click-through rate is actually much more complicated than it is on the surface where, you know, it's not just the video idea, title, and thumbnail. Sure, those are crucial ingredients. But one overlooked component of a CTR is actually your video backlog and your viewer satisfaction. So let's say that, you know, as an example, a new Mr. Beast video comes up you don't even think you see it on your feed as the first video that gets recommended, you click because, okay, maybe you look at the thumbnail to to, to see like, you know, what, what's, what's good about it, but you don't even think because you know, there's no decision-making that it's going to be an amazing video. And the, the longer you can do this, right? The, if each single one of your video is a banger and, and each single one of your video exceeds, the expectations of the audience, right? If you improve and every time you make it better and better and better, you attract a bigger pool of people. And those people are like, okay, this video, I know it's going to be good. So they're more likely to click that video gets viewed by more people. It gets, you know, viewed to, yeah. to it gets showed to more people. And then that pool grows and grows and grows.
1: Exactly. But also like, if you have like, if your videos are all like a little bit in the same style and Like the quality is good. People just know uh, if I watch the next video of this channel, I just know the, for example, with the video essay style, I just know the topic is well researched, well edited because I've seen that before. And if they click the next video and they get the confirmation that again, the video is of good quality, they probably will click on to the next one or they will in the future, but then YouTube just knows, Hey, if somebody watches one video of this channel, he likely will watch also another video of this channel. So your average, um, viewers duration on your channel will be higher. So not just on a video, but on multiple videos. So that's also a session time. Yeah. So that's also a metric YouTube looks at. And the thing is when you're uh, going after a viral video, you're probably trying to leverage certain authorities or trends that are probably not 100% related to your channel. They still can be, but you want most likely going viral quickly. You want to tap into an audience of somebody else, but that doesn't mean that, that the audience you're attracting from the viral video will match with your future of your channel, like your future video ideas, video topics. So that's why, like, if you want to build like a long-term YouTube channel, in my opinion, you should stick through a certain niche or style that, that matches with your channel, of course, and then slowly build out your audience and have the same quality and storytelling and everything in every video. So the audience just knows, ah, if I want to see this kind of video, I need to go to that channel because I just know, I, I just know what that channel delivers and what I can expect. Yeah. And I think that's important for a long-term channel growth, like building a strong audience, I think is much more important than, than having just some viral videos. And I also saw like a poll on, on Twitter. Let me know if I remember it correctly, but have like a a million subscribers, but not like active community, like not active subscribers or have like 50,000 active subscribers. Those yeah. 50,000 active subscribers that like engage with your video, that like your video, that leave comments. And that's like way more valuable than just 1 million subscribers and like not doing, having no engagement at all, you know? Yeah. So yeah, you see like some big YouTube channels that have like millions of subscribers, but they basically die down and their last videos get like 10,000 views. I yeah. think that's a sign of a channel that's like slowly dying and not
0: trying to engage with their audience for the long term, you know? I think this relates this back to this idea, to this concept. I can't remember right now the author, but, um, it's, it's, it's called something like the 1000 true fans. And the idea that the author proposes is that all you need to aim for is one hundred, one thousand 1000 true fans, right? And then he defines what is a true fan, you know, a kind of a person who is going to watch every video, a person who is going to, um you know, uh, buy every single piece of merchandise or every product that you make, right. That's a true, true, true fan. So instead of aiming for, you know, thousands, like hundreds and you know thousands of millions of, of subscribers or followers or whatever, it's much better to cultivate and nurture that relationship with each single individual that they feel like they know you, right. They feel that they relate with you so much. They feel like if you would know each other in real life, that you guys would be best friends, basically. That's the idea. And also, I wanted to touch upon this point that you said earlier about session time, right? So this is not a metric that we see ourselves um, in the YouTube analytics, but this is something that, like you said, Ron, YouTube looks closely at, and this is what a lot of successful YouTubers talk about is, you know, if someone like, if you have a backlog of videos, right, this is something that I'm now like thinking and focusing more of more on, instead of like just making a lot of videos, you make sure that you make every single each one of your video amazing so that later down the line, right. In order to achieve this effect of snowball, like of compound views, right. When a person discovers your recent video, right. And, and he's like, Whoa, this video is amazing. Okay. If then on the right hand side or later in the home feed or whatever, they get recommended your other video, right? From the past and they click on it and they view it again and they have the same experience. Whoa, this is another one of these videos. Let me check it out. And so over a sudden now the person, instead of just watching one of your video watches five, seven videos, right? And me personally, this is an example that has been happening to me, like in the past two days. So there's this, Youtuber that I just discovered, his name is Danny Duncan. Has been, he's like the OG YouTuber. He's been doing this for since 2013, I think, or 14, publishing YouTube videos. And his videos are just so funny. They're so good, right? It's not like like faceless per se, but the idea still applies, right? We're still on the platform of YouTube. And it was that like I was, I watched an interview. His name was mentioned. I go check out his channel. I click on one video. I love it and then before i know it i'm watching like i'm binge watching his videos you know what i mean yeah, so that's good. that that's the idea behind it right so you want to make every single one of your videos so good that when someone discovers one video they keep watching and watching and then that increases yeah. the session time right so the person didn't even know that he wanted to watch a video but now he's on youtube for like 3 4 hours he watched you know tens of different ads YouTube has made a lot of money, right, of that session time. And to the algorithm and to the company, that's an amazing sign. So that means that hey, you know, this content is worth showing to more people. This content is worth being seen by um more and more people. So yeah, that's yeah. the idea. And the
1: thing the thing is like I, I'm like in a faceless YouTube automation space. So building a relationship and a loyal fan base is a little bit different because people don't see your face. Um so I, I've been like talking with my voiceover guy, like they're directly like hey we we need to show some personality in here maybe insert some jokes if they fit like I I talk with my voiceover guy like totally like do the voiceover as you would do it normally and if you have like a feeling of if you can add like a nice touch to it and it matches the script Mm -hmm. go for it because it makes the the script more organic more naturally so he's been doing that and people were actually also commenting like I, I love the humor from time to time and Like that way, you can still build like a relationship based on humor and on the voiceover while not showing your face. So those are all tips and tricks to build like an audience slowly because they're being like they're slowly becoming a fan of your jokes or the personality behind the channel. And I think if you want to build like a long term faceless channel, that's very important to, to incorporate as well. Instead of just like reading a script without any personality you can do that, but maybe then the research in, in the, in the video, for example, or the, the storytelling, the video itself needs to be really good. So the personality doesn't really matter so much, Mm. uh, best is of course, a combination of both. Um, so yeah, I think really thinking about your audience and delivering the same quality videos over and over is very important. And I think it's even more important to maybe not stick to your upload schedule for, for, for one time, you know? and actually make a proper video and then upload it. So your audience is satisfied because if you're uploading a video, maybe you're rushing it and the audience, hey, the the audience sees you uploaded a new video and you're like, hey, there's a new video. Let me check it out. And it's totally something different than they expected. The next time you upload a video they might not click again and your ctr drops and that is an amazing
0: point (laughs) that is an amazing point hundred percent you build up that trust with the audience right and if you make if you want to stick to your you know upload schedule and then you just rush it and not put effort into your video and then they click and they're disappointed right that's going to hurt not that video ctr but actually the next video ctr yeah that you have Schedules. Exactly.
1: There's like a saying in Dutch. I'm probably going to translate it horribly. But it's like trust comes uh, like on your feet, you know, slowly. But it goes by horse when you're like not mm. not delivering. Like you're, Basically, your audience is trusting you in all your videos. It's taking a long time before they trust you because they watch your videos. You're building a relationship with them. And then if you upload one or two videos that are like totally the opposite that what they're expecting, they're maybe gone forever. And... How do you say yeah. it in Dutch? What's the saying in Dutch? Vertrouwen komt te voet en gaat te paard. So, basically, trust comes slowly and goes fast away if you yeah. do something wrong. All right, some technical difficulties here, but we're back again. <laughs> My audio is slightly different, but uh, it's okay, right?
0: Yes. Okay. Good. So we were talking about uh, making sure that each single upload is uh, of good quality. Yeah, to make sure that you know the people build up the trust, and over time, that's going to improve your uh, CTR. So, what are some of the tips for making sure that you make quality content? That's that's a very broad question. <laughs> that's, <amazing>. that's like <laughs> that's like okay, because and and it's a broad question, you know, because every single niche, every single channel is going to be different, right? It's 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 not possible to just for us sit here and be like, okay, you know, this we can, we can say what's working for us. Right. But it's really hard to give generic advice on, you know, or I think it's best if we just kind of share what's working for us and what we have been doing. And then if that resonates and people would like to try it, um, for their own channel, I think they can go ahead and do that. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, sure.
1: So basically on how to make a quality video or how to have high retention. Yeah. Just
0: like, Tips on, on how to make quality content. Like, you know, if someone is, is doing it right, like if someone is doing a faceless uh, YouTube channel and uh, they would like to have some tips on how to improve their content. Like yeah. w- what, what should they consider? Like what have you been considering I lately? I think uh,
1: like I've been busy with this channel for like five months now. And I've always been, was thinking like, if the editing is good enough and I make a nice thumbnail and title, YouTube will eventually push it. That was what I was thinking a long time. Well, right. I think again, and did it happen? So <laughs> when we came back from Bali and all traveling, I was like, "This, this needs to work." I see a lot of faceless channels working out well. Why are they working, and why is my channel not performing like I how I want it to perform? So mm-hmm. I'm really diving in. I, I was really diving in. Still, I'm still researching, but checking channels, as I mentioned in the beginning. And I think to make quality videos, you need to take your time for every video. Literally take time to do your research for the script. Don't have a chat GPT, make it and go for that script right away. Like take your time to maybe it it doesn't even begin with the script. It begins with finding a topic that actually makes sense right now. Like the thing is with topic research, I've really, my eyes were opened last week because like I've been, I have, I've made like 20 videos all with topics that I thought were nice and the stories were nice, but people were not. Wanting to see those videos because I didn't get so some, the, the, the most views I got is like 30 K. But like, you basically need to make a video or you need to have a video topic. Um, and the, when people see that video on YouTube, they're like, Hey, that's interesting. And like, they, they don't even need to think that they want to watch the video. They just need to see it and think immediately I want to watch this, you know, and. <laughs> that don't even have the, the, the understanding of why they want to watch it. That's how you need to make like a video
0: topic. Okay, so, can you specify on that point? Can yes, you like go deeper onto this point? Because yes, I agree with you, right? Like that's what I found as well, Making basically making a video that not you want to see and you find interesting, but that the market, AKA the audience the audience wants to see. Yes, but
1: but even what I mean is that the audience also didn't know they wanted to watch this video, but when they seen your thumbnail and your title, they were like, yes, I want to watch this. So basically you need to be like a step ahead of your audience and think like, what do they want to see? And that's very, very difficult.
0: So That's what, that's what Henry Ford said. He said, if back then I asked people what they want, they yeah. would have just said faster horses
1: exactly yeah exactly so and he came up with the car uh, the whole car concept
0: you know or you know people so, would want to say oh we wanted um you know steve jobs oh we wanted uh, uh, a, a phone with with more buttons you know but then you know he went a completely different route and he was like because remember those blackberries they had like a crazy yeah. like they had a small keyboard like this yeah, uh, I don't know. in the bottom of the phone right and then yeah, just times change, it just change, you
1: know, and yeah, but the thing is like, I'm taking so much more time now with topic research and I'm, I'm checking like not competitors, but other YouTube channels, like what kind of videos are they making? What kind of title do they have? Maybe I can apply their way in my niche, but still make it unique. So that's what I'm doing right now more and more. And I'm trying to find the way of how Yeah, I'm just finding like the, I'm just finding the angle of our channel right now, because we haven't had an angle before, but it didn't work out. So we're slightly now trying to find a way that works and it takes a lot of time. So it it all comes down to taking your time with your research and think of video topics that make sense. Like maybe you should make more video topics about certain things that people are talking about, you know, or that are like a little bit more trending. It will make it not easier, but like, yeah, Yeah, the likelihood you will get more views when something is trending is higher, but you need to make
0: sure that trends will fit your long-term channel
1: uh, perspective, you know?
0: Okay. So what is the balance between being inspired by an existing video on YouTube that has done well and you coming up with a new innovative or innovative i don't know the pronunciation of this word (laughs) title you know what i mean so you know there's like two extremes one extreme is you know you copy one for one a title and then another extreme is you just come up with 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 a video idea right so to me it sounds like there's somewhere a healthy like balance between that like a like a golden balance
1: yeah yeah i i think so as well because like you should not reinvent everything yourself and if you see something is working for somebody else that's in your niche yeah why not do this do the same but give your own unique twist to it and i think that that's no problem at all and you should really do that
0: so how, how do you give tra- your own unique twist
1: um and the thing is you can find channels in the whole